Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, postwrestling, Up Next, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you get your glorious podcasts. Hello, friends. Davey, how are you today? I am pretty good. How are you? Oh, I'm fantastic. Yeah, why is that? Um, you know, the sun is out. Is it? I've not looked. It was snowing last night. Yeah, it was actually snowing last night. I was in night. shorts and t-shirt a week ago. It- Literally a week ago. And then it was snowing it, last night. You know what? It did feel like Christmas yesterday. Why is that? Because it was snowing. It was a white Christmas. It's a lovely, glorious day. Uh, no, it felt like Christmas yesterday because uh, uh, weed is now legal. Oh, yeah? In Canada. Yeah, have you heard about that? No, I had no idea. Oh. It wasn't on my timeline. You didn't keep going on about it. <laughs> um, no, completely oblivious to the fact that... Weed was legalized yesterday. No, nothing, nothing. You, you, you didn't even have a clue. I had no idea. No, you, no didn't, idea. you didn't buy a bong last week. It's fine. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, did. yeah, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, so that's like a big thing of getting a lot of people on Twitter messaging us, um, saying congratulations. Mostly Americans uh, who, who maybe are a fan of the Mary Jane and mm. are looking in... But they're busy all enjoying their freedom, so... Yeah, yeah, that's that's fine. Um, Americans, you'll get there. Um, No, it's a big thing for for Canadians. It was a huge, huge thing. You can, like, order it online now. You can go into shops. Not that you couldn't do that before anyways. My friend Mike, who is staying with us, has already ordered some to be delivered to us for when he gets here. Yeah, Mike, (laughs) uh, if it gets here before you get here, mate, it ain't gonna make it. (laughs) I'll test it out real nice for you. I'll make sure it's the good shit. Um, Yeah, I just hope that it doesn't become more mainstream than it already has. Like, I hope it doesn't become something that's like, uh, you know, you're, you're... basic uh, girls are going to be ordering the pumpkin spice lattes with a 
shot of THC in it. And that's and, uh, you. That's no, you. You're no. those basic bitch girls no, you're no. talking about. That's you. No, I don't. I don't. Li- we'll go for a walk after recording this, and you will probably get a pumpkin spice latte. I haven't even had one this year. You fucking have. You no. had one with me the other day. Oh, but that was at a really cool spot, a, a coffee shop. You slanted door. Actually, that was a dope spot. It's good. Uh, it wasn't like no it Starbucks. Lot. It was way better than Starbucks. Way better than. Starbucks. I don't. I don't. Pref- I don't like Starbucks. Uh, I go to Timmy's because it's cheap. Um, and they give me sleeves at the one I go to, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Okay, I did have one pumpkin spice thing, but it was at the place you took me it to. It had, like, actual The guy pumpkin. sold me on it. He told me that it, ha- it they made it in-house, mm. like, every from scratch. And I was like, well, all, all right. So maybe you're right. Maybe I am. I think that. you're getting just too hipster with this weed thing. Yeah, like, I need to move on now. Yeah. I'm done with it. It's, just, it was cool, and now it's not. Just grow up. Yeah, <laughs> I'll stick to I'll stick to drinking in sober October. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how's that going? For oh, you? it's going fantastic. Yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, just checking. Um, so that's a thing that's happening, and um, so it's lit. Canada is super green now, and everyone is happy. Canadians were already nice. Now we're gonna be even nicer. Like realistically, someone's gonna come here and be like, "Wow, these Canadians! What's what's in their water? Weed. <laughs> weed is what's going on. Uh, no one, no one ever ODs on weed. No one ever gets in a fight because they're smoking a joint. Like everything, everything is awesome when you're just like that. So maybe the world will be a better place if everyone just smokes. I've just got that Lego song in my head now. Everything is awesome. Yeah, right, yeah. that's a good stoner movie. The Lego movie? Whew, let me tell you. Ah, when I went to see it... You were probably was, lit. No, 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 I wasn't at all. It was middle of the day. Went on my own. And uh, this guy in the row in front, like, just before the end, spoilers, you know when it goes to, like, you see kids playing? Sure. And all that. His phone goes off. He answers it Ooh. and starts having this conversation. Oh, I'd be mad. Oh, I was so mad. I, and his kids were there, like, watching it with him. And he's like, yeah, no, uh, get the schematics for that thing, or whatever. I don't know, talking business. Yeah. And I said, oi, you're in a cinema. That, that shut him up. Wow, it you did, got him. It, I, I sure did. Wow. Um, it's great. Sorry. But... <laughs> you're still mad about that, I am. Obviously. It was like four years ago. Damn, get over it. Jeez. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um... How are you though? Uh, what else is going on in our in our world? We we have a Halloween party coming up. We do, yes. Um, John and Wei, we're we're still waiting on your reply to your invite. You, <laughs> it doesn't even say maybe or can't go. It's just... wow, they didn't even click maybe or not go. No, wow, shows how much John and Wei care about us and our yeah. Halloween and we, party. we all live close to each other now. Yeah, I we're think. neighbors. We're essentially neighbors. Um, so why aren't we uh, having a party? Yeah, we went Halloween party shopping yesterday. Yeah. We bought all these spooky lights. Yep, spooky got, lights, uh, spooky cobwebs. Got, uh, we're going to make a punch. Yeah. A Halloween spooky punch. We haven't decided exactly what it's going to be. So if anyone has Halloween party suggestions to spice up our party, what could it be? Should I make a pumpkin chili this year? Sure. Maybe we should make some pumpkin chili. Pumpkin chili. Uh, take some pumpkin beer, put it in some, some chili. It'll be, it'll be great. Um, we, we got like a, we got the strobe light. We do. We're going to set up our place like a haunted house. Yeah. Like the Myers house. Like a murder house. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it'll be great. Um, so I'm super excited for that. Even though John and Wei have not said they're coming right. in. Right. So that's fine. Uh, costumes are mandatory. So have you figured out your Halloween costume? Well, I'm waiting for the mask to arrive still. So the I, mask is... 
so I'm gonna go as the candy shop girl from The Purge. Okay. Um, I've seen the three movies. I don't know. If yeah, I'm I'm watching the series at the moment. Okay. Um, I'm actually really enjoying it. Right. Uh, it's on like episode seven now. I think okay. it's gonna be a ten parter. It's pretty good. I like it. Like I like the, the world of the Purge. Yeah, I think it's right. a cool concept. Um, I haven't seen the first Purge, the latest film that's just come out. Oh no, I haven't seen that one. But yet. I ordered this mask two weeks ago now, Uh-oh. and it still hasn't been shipped. And I keep emailing them and going, "Hey, can you like let I'm me sure know it's if it's going to be here on time? If it's not, I'll cancel and rethink." And they keep replying saying, "Oh, we're sorry, this isn't." This is later than you expected. Here's 10% off. I'm like, I, I don't want 10% off on future order. I just want the thing. I want my mask When When will it be delivered? And then eventually they say, oh, it should be delivered in four to five business days. Okay. I'm like, well, how long is it going to take to arrive after that? And then, like, it's really irritating me uh, now because I don't know. Like, that's the key part of my costume. You know why? It's because it's uh, Canada Post, the post offices, yeah. no one's ordered actual fucking mail in years. But all of a sudden, weed's legal now, and you can order it online. But it's not even <laughs> got to the post office. I'm, I right. messaged them yesterday going, like, do you actually have this product? Oh. Because you know how it is. If you keep complaining, there'll be, even if there is, like, a queue, they're going to go, all right, this guy, just just post whatever he wants. Just, like, get him, get him away yeah. from us. Well, and I hope you so, get your mask. Yeah, I know. I finally got the tutu, though, yesterday. You got a tutu. Yeah. Uh, you've been wearing it on your head ever since. Um, so, you got... You, I mean, you could you could do your costume without a mask. I could. Or just so. get a mask from somewhere else. But you don't need a mask. Pretty. You're already scary. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be a nun. You're going to be... The nun from the nun? No, just the nun. Just a... I feel like I need to cleanse some... Regular nun. Some demons uh, yeah. from my myself, from this past year of living so I feel like this is a perfect costume for me you've got to make it scary though I hate people that just I want to be a happy nun no party that's nun. What? it's Halloween like a bro I don't nun, get why people bro. don't dress scary so we've just reviewed Halloween yes the movie, we did, yeah. which will should be going up hopefully tonight that you can download and listen to on our feed uh, it's our first movie review something not wrestling related yeah so if you have friends who you go, what are you always laughing at when you've got your headphones in? It's like, oh, it's these two guys talking about wrestling. And they're like, oh, wrestling's fake. And you go, yeah, but they also review movies. And they Whoa. go, oh, boy, which movie? Halloween. Oh, I want to listen to that. So Wow, you really sold that yeah. for everyone. Um, but something I didn't mention on the on that show right. is the kid, Tommy. Right. He's wearing, like, the shittest costume. Yeah. It's like an astronaut. Yeah. That's not scary. What if he got lost in space? He it's not be, scary. He could be pretty scary. No. Um, a nun is scary because it's pushing um, their own values onto others, which is really mean and nasty. So <laughs> nun really is scary. <laughs> sure. If you think Just about be it. like, yeah, nasty, nasty nun. Everyone who's drinking at the party, I'll be like, no, 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 put that down. You, what are you doing? <laughs> we'll stop that. What are you doing in the corner over there? No, 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 no. You can't be doing that. Uh, you know, just like in, just like in Halloween. You can't have sex, you can't do drugs, and you can't drink, or else you get killed. Yeah, so having none of that. Yeah, none. None None. of that. They don't want none, okay? Uh, So we're looking forward to our Halloween party. Let us know if you have any suggestions. If you're a homemaker, uh, you know, Martha Stewart, hit us up. Let us know what we can do for our Halloween party. And what should John and Wei come as to our party? John should be Wei and Wei should be John. I was thinking that. (laughs) Or John could be creator wrestler from 2K19. 
Yeah, AJ he could be AJ Kirsch. <laughs> <laughs> Wade could be. What could Wade? Who who does Wade? What do they? Who who do they look like? Who do they like to be? Uh, John should be like a Tim Hortons drive-through like person. He should be a sleeve. And just, and just, <laughs> I was gonna say he just gives people sleeves. That's what he does. And Wade can be. Uh, I don't know. Who could Wade be? The coffee cup without the sleeve. Wow, there's a cool couple's costume. Yeah, there. There you go. Sorted for you guys. Yeah, we figured it out. Um, yeah, so I'm excited for Halloween. I've been watching some spooky movies. I'm getting in the, the the zone. I've been watching uh, House on Haunted Hill on Netflix. Yeah, scary. I want to start that soon. So scary, I might die. The main woman in that is the lead in Gerald's Game, which I just watched on okay. Netflix. I, I'm is a big Stephen King fan. Ah. Um, it's really good. I highly recommend it. It's uh, been out a while now, okay. so I'm, everyone's probably like, yo, that came out like two years ago. But it's good. You're late, bro. Yeah. It's fine. Um, yeah, I don't know what else there is to talk about. We have a lot of wrestling We've to talk about. got a lot of wrestling to talk about this week. So, uh, yeah, go check out our Halloween review posted up uh, tonight or tomorrow um, on our Up Next feed on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get that. And let us know uh, what you think about it. Um, even if you're not a fan of the Halloween movies, listen, give, it a, give it a listen. You know, put you um, in the Halloween mood. Also, uh, whilst plugging other podcasts, a lot of you have been messaging us, uh, asking if we're going to be covering the NXT UK show. Right. Um, At the moment, I feel we're covering quite a lot. Right now. So we we don't have any kind of immediate plans, but the boys at British Wrestling Experience have covered episode one. Yes. Um, You can download and listen to that right now. uh, All the same places you can find us, Post Wrestling, Stitcher, iTunes... It's British Wrestling Experience. Um, we did watch the first episode. Yeah. Um, we won't go into detail about it, but what were your initial thoughts? Uh, we watched it last night. We had some Chinese food um, with some legal weed as we watched it, so maybe that made the episode even better than it was. Um, no, actually, I, I thought it was really cool. It was really interesting to watch. Um, they they did it. Where was this taking place? It's in Cambridge. Right. Um, it was really interesting. I really liked the video package in the beginning, like kind of saying, going through history of, of wrestling British from wrestling. like the UK, and it was really cool. So really, I should be asking you, because you're the Brit. Like, what did you think about that whole thing? Because the video package was, like, giving me goosebumps, and I'm not even British. I I was watching it and thinking it it looks kind of like, sort of, progress has sold their video. To, it, it, didn't, it didn't look quite um, WWE. WWE quality. Right. Um, that being said, you don't... Like, all the programs look the same. So it's kind of cool to have something, a a WWE product on the network that doesn't look quite like everything else. And I think the venue they they chose, um, it didn't look like a NXT setup. It looked different. Um, Thought the main event was pretty good. Um, Noam Dar and Pete Dunne. Yeah, I thought... the UK championship. Yeah, that was a little little bit of a banger there. Um, I, For me, it didn't stick out compared to the rest... Uh, Wednesday night had to offer in right. terms of wrestling. Okay. Um, but I'm excited to see where they go with it. Yeah, me too. Um, like, they're really starting from the ground. Like, we, we know some of these guys from the tournaments and things, but yeah. they've got to kind of they're going get from these the ground going. And... Because, like, you had uh, Mustache Mountain come out and just cut a pro- They weren't even wrestling. They just cut a promo basically saying the, title- the tag titles are coming mm. uh, and we want them. So, like, they're pretty much setting up the future storylines. Like, yeah. Tony Storm... Uh, was in a match, um, and 
basically the same thing. Like, oh, there's going to be a NXT UK women's champion. So maybe, you know, she'll go for that, essentially. Uh, they're kind of just setting up the future for it. And yeah, Pete Dunne always delivers in the in the main yeah. there, stomping on uh, Noam Dar's pinkies. Oh, there was, there was one moment where he was the bending his camera pinky. angle was so good. Yeah. The camera went right up close to Noam Dar's as fingers on the mat. Bent. And just as Dunne stamps on it, the camera cuts away. But so it still sold it. It's yeah, that... It good. It's like the suggestion, like Gwyneth Paltrow's head in Seven. You you never actually see it in the box, but the suggestion oh, there is... Spoilers. What's, what's in the box? Um, but yeah, that bit, we both, like, yeah. cringed. It, they look really cool. It was, um, it was cool. Um, I, I, thought, I thought the whole show itself could be a lot of fun. And, and it airs 8 o'clock UK time. Which is like three in the afternoon over here. Yes, which I, is brilliant. I, I on think a day that's off. super cool for you guys to finally have a wrestling show uh, that's on time yeah. in the evening. So, congrats to all you Brits for getting to watch wrestling at a decent hour. You can actually get to sleep and not watch it the next day and not be spoiled and stuff. So, yeah, I'm looking forward. I'll probably check it out. Um, we might not like review it in depth like we always do our other shows, mm. but I'll probably still watch it if I can if I get time on Wednesdays and stuff. So yeah, I I definitely intend to keep up. Yeah, with it looked pretty cool. It's interesting. It's something different. So I like it. Um, difference. What I want. Look at their Wednesday night lineup now. You get UK. You get two hundred five live. You get NXT, and you get right now the May Young Classic. That's like that's a lot of fucking wrestling. Yeah. And Wednesday nights, and it's all WWE product, and it's not the main roster. So their own only competition is really themselves. But it's so much easier. I'm finding watching. Four separate hours of wrestling yeah. than it is watching three hours of oh, raw, for sure. whatever. I cannot, you cannot have me it sit down and watch It feels so fast paced each yeah. show. Yeah, um, everything is more tight. Yeah, yeah, everything's a little bit better, edited down. You know, uh, Raj, I just can't do it. Like, yeah. I just, I, I've tapped out of that a long time ago. If there's something I need to watch, I'll watch it. I'll go out of my way and watch it, but I, I ain't sitting down watching three. Like, that's a fucking night. Yeah. Like that is all. That is watching. You might as well sit down every Monday night and watch Lord of the Rings. <laughs> but we're not Rewinder Raw. No, we're not NXT UK. We are up next. Everything is awesome. Why do you always walk around the house like Tajiri? Huh? Why do you always walk around the house like Tajiri? Tajiri's the best. Isn't there like other walks you could do? Kurt Angle's walk, Edge walk, Stone Cold's walk. I, well, I walk around like Shane O'Mac sometimes. You do that actually. You're either Tajiri or Shane O'Mac. Why? What would Tajiri and Shane O'Mac at the same time look like? You, you show. I gotta try that out. <laughs> Let's chat about this week's NXT. Uh, from Wednesday, October 17th. I didn't even need to look at my calendar because I remembered the date. Legalization day. Um, it's like Christmas and it was snowing. Lovely. Um, NXT starts off with... Uh, uh, we have two main events that they promoted here, essentially. And the one main event that we thought was the actual main event is opening the show here. Right off the bat, it is the War Raiders challenging for the NXT... Tag Team Championships, Undisputed Era of Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly here. Uh, Mauro Ronaldo mentions that Kyle O'Reilly's air guitar is lit. So, oh, it always is. So, not Kyle O'Reilly, yeah, not in 2K, which you got, and he, he does not air guitar in the game. Uh, but it's okay, because Champa is not even in the fucking game. <laughs> um, what a heel. 
Kyle O'Reilly, though, he's Canadian. And he's probably playing the air guitar because he was like, he's from Vancouver. That's where all the best bud comes from. So, you know, he was, he was excited. Uh, the match starts off here. Hansen takes down both of these guys with, like, vicious clotheslines. Raymond Rowe counters a triangle attempt into this, like, side power slam thing. Uh, Roddy hits a backbreaker on Raymond Rowe. Now, Roddy is not the biggest dog in the fight. And he still manages to lift up Raymond Rowe, who is... Pretty big boy here. I uh, love me some Roddy. Uh, I say O'Reilly's a beast because he's kicking and sweeping both these guys. He's got hand, open hand palm strikes. There's a dragon screw. Um, there's this thing where Raymond Rose trying to get the hot tag to Handsome, but they keep stopping him. And Roddy uses his legs to trap the ankle of Raymond Rowe. And the camera is on it here. But it's just really impressive. Like, say what you want about wrestling, but there definitely is skill involved in this this sport, this this art, whatever you call it, because the way that uh, Roderick Strong uses his legs to stop Raymond Rowe, it, it was was like legit. Like it was, it looked so cool. Is yeah. what I'm trying to say. These four guys are really professional, um, and this was a this was a this was a cool match. Um, Raymond Rowe finally gets the hot tag into Hanson. Hanson gets in, does his handspring into a lariat. There's double knees, lift up uh, the like the butt double team slam. Um, my autocorrect called it a Sushi Garoshi double team, but, uh, Ushi Garoshi, one of the guys, maybe that's what it should be called. That would be my finish. That would be the Sushi Garoshi. If you owned a wrestling-themed wow. Japanese restaurant, that's sushi your Garoshi. title, Sushi Garoshi. Wow, let's do it. Book it. Um, so it's like one of the guys has one of the guys up on his shoulders in the fireman carry, and then the other guy puts his knee out. So it's like an Ushi Garoshi double team kind of move. Really cool. Um, there's a power bomb by Raymond Robe. On Roddy, but Kyle breaks up the pin. There's a German suplex springboard lariat combo, and this is where Adam Cole interferes in the match. However, he just he doesn't get any strikes in. He basically comes in to interfere, and he gets tossed out by Raymond Rowe and Hansen, causing a distraction, which allows Roderick Strong to hit an angle slam on Raymond Rowe. Only a two count. He gets like hulked up and hits his float over knee. And then he does a, a, a there's a headbutt on O'Reilly. It, it's just all chaos. Hansen breaks a triangle into like to break up a pin. There's the pop up power slam. Hansen does a suicide dive. There's the leg drop back suplex combo. And just when we think the War Raiders are about to win the tag team titles, Bobby Fish interferes in this match with a steel chair, swinging for the fences, hits Raymond Rowe, hits Hansen, hulks up. And he looks like he's back in action. It should have been the dusty cup, not a steel chair, though, shouldn't it? <laughs> he should have had the small cup <laughs> or the big cup and starts beating them with it. Um, so this is an interesting uh, development. I was so happy to see Bobby Fish back. Bobby Fish is like not really been disappeared, but he's just been in the background because of his injury. Yeah. So Roddy was able to slide in about like a year ago, almost like almost a year, oh, under a year. Not ago. quite. Yeah. Um, it was was it Philly? It was beginning of the year. Yeah, I think it was Philly. So so Bobby Fish is now back, and they made it apparent that he's he can compete because he's like he's here to fight like he's swinging the chair and yeah. he's, he looks like he has like a knee brace on or something yeah. I, I, i'm not remembering his injury but yeah uh, so bobby fish is back and undisputed era stands tall here all four of these guys uh they could be unstoppable what happens 
with Undisputed Era now that Bobby Fish is back? Because Roderick kind of took his spot. Do they do the Freebird thing? I with think all they'll four do. Them, or? I think they'll do uh, the Freebird thing. I think they'll keep Adam Cole to singles, but yeah, sure. I think the three of them will be defending. Um, you've got to think if Bobby Fish wasn't injured. Where would Roddy be? Do you think he'd have ended up with them anyway? I mean, he was definitely put in to fill out the faction. Uh, I can I could see him being so lost. I think if... he'd be a dad. Yeah, like he wouldn't. He'd still be that dad character that he was. For, yeah, that he makes fun of on like, Twitter. A lot. You've got to. It's it sounds bad to like be grateful that right. someone's injured, but. He's in a much better place than he would have and been. And he fits it great. He fits him perfectly. I can't see it without him now. No, like, it's can great. I. Um, he, you know where Roddy would have went? Roddy would have ended up being Ty Dillinger. Ty Dillinger was really hot in NXT. Yeah. Uh, got pulled up in the Royal Rumble in the 10 thing, and it was really cool and really funny. And then they're like, yeah, fuck it. We're bringing him up. Put him on SmackDown. He was hot for a few weeks. If Bad that, booking. Mickey yeah. Mouse booking. Now look at him. Where Where the fuck is that guy? So... That's where Roger Strong would have been. And I'm happy he's not. Roger Strong is a workhorse. Oh, he's so good. I, every time I've been to a Ring of Honor show, uh, he's he's like given me my money's worth. Mm. He was always the guy. Like Even if you went to a, a show that maybe it wasn't the best card uh, and Roddy was on it, you would get your money's yeah. worth. I've been a fan of Roger Strong for like maybe over 10 years now. And it's so interesting and exciting to watch him on the WWE product. And he's he's killing it. Everything Undisputed Era has been doing is super great, in yeah. my opinion. So, um, and I, I remember I hated the the idea of it, and when they first joined, and I hated the name. This is like Era, whatever. It doesn't even matter. All all these guys are great. So you're right. Where would Roddy be? Yeah, he, he'd just be a dad chilling. I, I also didn't feel. I think it's because Undisputed Era are so popular. The crowd didn't seem that into War Raiders. Right. I didn't think. They weren't really getting into the whole thing. Did, they did when and the they did when the match kind of was coming to like that like climax with the, yeah. the nonstop spots and stuff. Because War Raiders are, are impressive. Oh, like, completely. Yeah, and and they've only been uh, tagging for about four years, and they've accomplished so much mm. that's gotten them to WWE. I think they're they're pretty they're pretty money as well. But I liked their stuff in Ring of Honor and New Japan. I think they're great. And this is not the end of this feud by a long oh, shot. No. So so that that. That saves this because it's like, oh, we got a really cool tag match out of it, and the and the the, the no finish because Bobby Fish is back. So yeah. it's uh, it's definitely very interesting, and we'll see where that goes in the storylines. Um, Nikki Cross is backstage in a foggy hallway, and uh, the camera for one second cuts to like moves away from her, and there's legit just a smoke machine there. <laughs> like, guys, move it away from the camera shot. Uh, so Nikki Cross is hanging in the back with scrumpled up pieces of paper all around her, and she's, like, scribbling notes saying that she she knows. I know. I know. I know. And throws paper. So she's gone insane if she wasn't already. We cut to Britt Baker. She comes down to the ring. She will be going one-on-one with the GOAT, Shayna Baszler, <laughs> my new favorite wrestler. You change your tune. <laughs> I'm half joking. Uh, Britt Baker, you may recognize from All In. Uh, she was in that Fatal Four Way match oh, okay. um, right. with uh, Chelsea Green, who's now been signed to WWE yep. NXT. Yeah. Um, Zack Ryder's uh, uh, lady friend. She's been debuted in uh, Lucha Underground. 
and she had a crazy match with uh, Pent Penta. Okay. And now she's signed to WWE, nice. so uh, the sky's the limit for her. She's great. Um, I remember watching her in Impact, and I was like, this girl is ridiculous. The character she was doing was just so stupid. And then I was like, this girl's been giving given this kind of chicken... What's the saying when you Sending get, yeah. chicken shit into chicken? She literally kind of did, and I was like, "Hey, this girl's got something." And then you know she's made it her way through the indies, and now she's here. So I'm sure she's really happy. But um, Britt Baker is someone who might end up in WWE as well. She's not signed, but she very well could be very soon. Um, although not after this match. Also, she is Mrs. Adam Cole. She's also a dentist, is what they tell us. Uh, there's a lot of things going on with Britt Baker. Winning is not one of them because Shayna Baszler comes out and just starts to beat on this poor woman, starts stomping on the elbow, and the match can no longer continue. The match is called off because Shayna just injured Brett, Britt Baker's elbow way too hard in this match, and um, it wasn't enough, so Shayna hits a flying bicycle knee to the head to put her down, even after the match was called off. Um, Shayna is just a greasy heel. That's, that's what I wrote. A greasy Shayna Baszler. She's a greasy heel. That's a, that's her nickname. Should be greasy. She just always looks greasy. But I dig it. it it's it's her aesthetic. It's great. And you have a strange taste. <laughs> what do you think of Shayna Baszler beating up your dentist here? Yeah, I I like Shayna. I think everything she does looks legit. Um, and yeah, just pushing that that heel character. Um, I'm looking forward to the match. With Shayna and Kyrie. With Kyrie and Shayna, yeah. And I think, unless I'm wrong, I think this is the first ever NXT match on a WWE pay-per-view. Is it not? It could be, yeah. They've done NXT matches on like Raw and stuff. They've had a, just and like, that was ages yeah, ago. Yeah. But I don't think they've ever had a, a pay-per-view match. So right. that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I hope they uh, tear the house down. Yeah, I think they will. I think they'll be on a good stage to do that. Kyrie and Shayna will definitely put on a really great match. Um... I'm looking forward to it as well. She'll, she'll, she'll be greasy. <laughs> um, we go to a quick video package for Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. They return next, but we go to Regal, who's backstage. Someone asks him, probably Dan Matha, asks him, Hey, how are you going to address the Nikki Cross and her claims and that situation? Regal says, Black is going to be back soon, so I will be talking to Nikki Cross after her match. Is what Re William Regal says. Let's see if that holds up. We cut to uh, Tian Bing and his partner, Rocky. Yeah, you seem very excited about these two. I needed to see Tian Bing in a WWE ring really soon. Tian Bing is that guy from China which they signed and made a really big deal about. Right. Uh, but now he's in a tag team with Rocky. Just Rocky. <laughs> not Rocky Romero. Not Rocky Maivia. Not Rocky Balboa. Just Rocky. Just Rocky. Just Rocky. Um... Now, Percy says, was it Tian Bing was in the Andre the Giant yeah. battle? I don't remember that. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was in uh, in one of the WrestleMania battle roles. That's yeah. cool. I think Dallas. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Rocky, I don't know. <laughs> um, he, They are facing... Oni Larkin and Danny Birch, who come out walking to the ring like the bushwhackers. Don't they always? They yeah, always it's do. Kind of, it made me laugh. I was watching. Like, oh, kind of like the bushwhackers here. Is that how you walk is, around the house? It's not what I think they're going for. <laughs> no, I, I walk around the house like Tajiri. Yeah, yeah, right. All right, cool. Um, why does um, Danny Birch have a uh, UK Union Jack on his knee, but Oni Larkin doesn't have the US flag on his? Because he's British. 
And British people always need the Union Jack on there. <laughs> everything? On everything. How many pairs of underwear do you have with the Union Jack on it? Um, none currently. Oh, okay. Well, then you're a fake Brit. I saw Austin Powers. He has them. I've seen it. I thought all Brits do. Um, legit, as a kid, I was I've like, got oh. the Jerry Halliwell. Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Nice. Okay. I bet the cleavage is great. Um, Baby Spice was my favorite. Um, Ginger is a fake. Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch basically make really quick work here of Tian Bing and Rocky. There is a uh, Rocky sucks chant. Just kidding. There's a huge lariat by Lorcan. There's a, a headbutt to Rocky by Birch. They hit the assisted DDT for the win on Rocky and win. Like, this was like that long of a match, really. Yeah. Um, um, there wasn't really much to say about this. Like, just no, they're, to push they, these they're two, heating but... these guys up again, which is good. Great. Um, I don't know where they're gonna slot them in with with Dunn injured. Do you see these guys going into the war games? Uh, no, you know. I didn't look. No, just, and you're gonna spoil things. We so. do a show. Listen, listen. We do a show about NXT, which is a show that is taped a few weeks in advance. Because we do this show, we like to involve ourselves on Twitter with our listeners. And sometimes our listeners go to the tapings, and sometimes the listeners will be like, oh my god, you, this is what just happened. And it's like, if it's a big thing, then like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to look uh, ahead. But failure. I, <laughs> I know some things, and I'll keep them to myself. So for anyone who's like, well, you guys should be talking about the... The tapings and the what happened is like, well, no, we're reviewing the weekly show. So when it happens, it happens and we'll get there. But let me tell you something, David. Shut up. No, don't. I know. You, no, you, you spoil know. things. I know. I know. I have a secret. No, I'm joking. Um, we go to uh, Bel Bianca Belair. She's backstage. She's getting ready for her match with Nikki Cross. The rematch is tonight. It is our main event. They have uh, a lot of things to settle, so they're going to do that tonight. The beef is real. Next week, we will get an announcement from William Regal regarding the War Games TakeOver pay-per-view. So there you go. Just wait one more week, and you'll, you'll find out what happens. He says announcing the championship match. Yes. Next week. Yes. That's cool. Cool. Uh, which I think we all can... I assume Dream Champa. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure we can all assume that's where they're going. And that sounds money. Cool, yeah. Um... I really want the new Velveteen Dream t-shirt, the Macho Man one, yeah. the three glasses, Yeah. but now uh, Champa is like mocking him on Twitter and has like his Blackheart shirt yeah. with the Dream nice. edited. It's really cool. I check it out on their Twitters. Um, so now we go to our main event of the night, Bianca Belair versus Nikki Cross. Bianca comes out, she's got swag like she always does, and... Nikki is acting crazy. Uh, they start the match. They brawl and fight all around the ring. There's a fallaway slam by Bianca. Uh, she does this move where she forward flips, lands on her feet, then moonsaults onto Nikki Cross. Uh, Nikki fights back with a corner clothesline bulldog kind of combo. There's a cross body from Cross off the top for a two count. Uh, Nikki keeps like attacking her, but Bianca keeps pushing her and fighting off, and then just nails her with a forearm, like almost like. Uh, how Pete Dunne does it this sometimes and just like it's yes, done yeah, yeah it was crazy um, the, the follow, she follows it up with this huge spear like Caitlyn style spear I would say uh, just cr crushing Nikki but she also kicks out at two she then deadlifts deadlifts Nikki up and power bombs her 
And uh, they call it, Moro calls it the Bel Air Bomb, which is a cool name. Nikki kicks out of that as well. Bianca, like, slaps her around, telling her to stay, stay down. She then military presses Nikki Cross, and as she's doing it, she goes E-S-T as she's doing it. Very impressive. That was impressive. This, this woman is yeah, a, she's like squatting. a... Yeah, oh, like, yeah. she is just a beast. Like, she is a monster. Clearly, she does not skip leg day or every other day she just is very athletic um and crazy but nikki counters out of that and then hits this reverse implant ddt however bianca belair kicks out of it at this point in the match bianca belair was wearing glitter oh, it, was it was everywhere <laughs> in this match it was all over the ring the apron it was all over nikki. it was like eddie jbl if eddie bled glitter <laughs> yeah like it was on everything <laughs> good analogy because that's exactly what it was uh the glitter was everywhere um there's this huge superplex spot from nikki cross onto bianca belair that had me going damn girls you you got my attention again like the first time i was like i don't need to see this match and then they had a brawl and i was like that was a pretty good yeah. fucking match and then this time they got me again because i was like i don't really need to see it again and then the match happened and i was like really cool damn what's gonna happen well, we don't know what was going to happen. The lights go out in full sail here. And when they come back on, it has like the intro to Alistair Black's music. And there he is sitting in the middle of the ring. Bianca Belair has vanished. And the ref, gone. Just gone. They've just disappeared. But it's Nikki Cross and Alistair Black sitting in the ring, staring down, looking at each other. He's just sitting there. He's just chilling. He's staring at her. And the crowd starts to chant, holy shit, and Nikki's got a secret, and all the fun things to chant. He then points at Nikki Cross slowly, and then does the motion to, like, come here. So she slowly crawls over, and he stares at her dead in the eyes, and he says, tell me. So she leans in, she starts whispering to him, and then backs away laughing and leaves. And, and whatever this information, this secret She's now revealed to Alistair. Oh, he seems very upset. He's very mad. Alistair Black starts to get enraged. He stands up. He's so angry. and He starts shaking his head. And it's like his lips are like trembling. And he's just so fucking mad. He's so fucking mad. And it fades to black. Uh, no pun intended uh, there. And that's the episode of NXT. So clearly, Alistair Black now knows who attacked him. And it upset him royally. Man, he's mad. Sorry, but Alistair Black was a dick here. This yeah, match was bit. great. Yeah, like, could he not have just waited? Yeah. And was... also, not only could he not wait it, but beckoning Nikki over. She's just had a long match. You go over to her. Don't just sit in the middle of the ring like a goof. Oh. This storyline is... is... <laughs> his, his selling of... It was like Austin finding out who the greater power was. Like, his reaction to it was great. Uh, sure. Uh, I don't know. I don't well, know. Well, you know now. So <laughs> I'm not talking to you. I'll never tell. Um, it's fine. It's fine. It's a, it's a strange storyline. But now this man knows, and he's just so mad, and that's how we end the show. Like, I'm, I'm no badass. But if someone told me something that made me mad, and now I know who took me out, I'm going to call them out right now. Cliffhangers, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's not suspension. Yeah, yeah. they gotta, they got to make us wait. So we have to wait a whole week 
to find out. Or probably more. Uh, or just look at the taping results from last night. Uh, let's go to feedback. Yes, let's go to some feedback. It felt like a short episode of NXT because there was two big matches. And well. two non-finishes. You're right. Yeah. This is real, real stay still episode of NXT. But, well, yes and no. Two non-finishes, but it progressed I guess. both stories. Right. We'll see. Um, Chris from Central Queensland, Australia. Uh, when I... Uh, when I seen the tag team championships. <laughs> when I saw the tag team championship match first, I expected Undisputed Era to interfere. A good match until that point. However, I didn't expect the show to end with Alistair's return and fade to black. Um, he's got something for NXT UK as well. Uh, love the opening vignette showing WWE's history in the UK. Mustache Mountain do make a good point. Apart from the Coffee Brothers, where are the other UK tag teams? Without going into spoilers, have you seen the NXT UK Women's Championship or NXT UK Tag Team Championship yeah. designs? Um, yeah, I've sexy. seen the tag team one. I haven't seen the women's because but, I, I know they've already announced who's champion. So I, right, yeah. I don't want to see that. Uh, I unfortunately do know. Of course you do. <laughs> um, but the titles look really nice. Yeah. The titles that they've made. I swear the UK titles look oh, better than the WWE titles. They're really titles. nice. Like, like what's them. going on with that? Uh, looks great. Um, yeah, like like I said, um, he, he, he Chris here says he didn't expect an interference, but it, he, it was a good match. It was, but it, it does set something up. As much as I said it's a standstill, it still helps things go yeah, forward completely. to build for the rematch. Uh, at the takeover, uh, Jesse from the six 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 six. What happened to Bianca Belair? Did Alistair Black just banish her to the Nether Realm or wherever the hell he materialized from? And also, have either of you watched any of the Haunting on Hill House on Netflix? Is that the name of the show? What did I call the it? The Haunting of Hill House. Did I, I call it the Haunted Hill? Probably. I don't know. I saw. I've seen uh, two episodes of it now, and it's really cool. Um, so I out. might saw that today. There you go. Uh, I intend to watch it, yeah. Yeah, go for it. Uh, evil. Uh, the tag title match and main event were really great up until the non-finishes. I was okay with Bobby Fish interfering because he needed to make an impact, but I really wanted to see a finish to Bianca and Nikki. Bianca is the fucking She-Hulk. I'm glad the mystery angle is wrapping up because it's dragged and I'm tired of seeing Nikki rock back and forth. The smart-ass crowd was hilarious, raging Alistair Black with a red taking a shit face. What? That's what his face looked like. Raging yeah. Alistair Black with a red take and a shit face with all the New Day who's in the background had me howling. Yeah, when when they, when they were like, who did it? Like, people were cheering when he's just mad and yeah. people were like, who, who, yeah. who, who? Because maybe they thought that was the reveal and then no, it just <laughs> cut to black. Uh, it did look like he was about to take a shit. Yeah. Do you think Alistair Black drinks his coffee black? Which could help. Never mind. Um, Dave from Sydney uh, he doesn't have any uh, notes on the NXT. Yeah, he's Sorry. all... May Young Classic will come Classic. back to you later. Yeah, we'll go back to you. Let's go to PJ River. He says, I really loved the ending as it was a, is a surprise <laughs> to see Bianca Belair morph into Aleister Black. I still love Nikki Cross and her character. I find her very endearing. Question, do you have New Day and Sanity, Sanity obeying the Freebirds rule and not Undisputed Era? I'm saying that because Adam Cole is not recognized as being a tag team champion. Um, yeah, I, I think now Fish is back. They will be doing that. Uh, and Adam Cole's just the singles. He he doesn't need to worry about the tag division. He's he's focusing on the singles division. Yeah, true. He's just kind of the 
the the, the leader there, mm. I, I would say. Uh, we have one more question from Jalen from Pickering about NXT before we move on to the main classic. Uh, question. With Fishback, how do you think the Undisputed Era will deal with the titles? Uh, is Cole the designated singles guy and the rest of the Freebirds, or does Roddy become more of a singles guy again? Uh, you could do that as well. Uh, you can imagine where Adam. Imagine a world where Adam Cole is NXT champion, Roddy is North American champion, and Undisputed Era is tag champions. They're yeah. just undisputed gold. All the gold. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, I like Roddy, so I would like to see him go further than just a tag. But if he's slaying what he's doing now, then continue that, my friend, because it's awesome. Uh, okay, so that's all the feedback. Uh, Forum.postwrestling.com, always free. Go there for that. But. We should move on, because Wednesday nights, uh, you know, they're jam-packed full of wrestling. In fact, I have a question. Did you also watch 205 Live? I did. Oh, you did? And, yeah, and I'm going to say before I review it, the main event is fantastic. Okay. So, if any of you, uh, I I suggest you watch this if you haven't, and then listen, because the main event's nuts. Okay. Um... Probably won't be done in 205 seconds. No, you today, only get 205 seconds. But I'll try my best. Not you only get that. Okay. Uh, show opens with Drake Maverick recapping everything from the last two weeks. Uh, tonight we will have a fatal five way between Cedric Alexander, Tony Nice, TJP, Grand Metalik, and Leo Rush. Uh, first match of the night is Drew Gulak versus Akira Tozawa. Uh, Drew with Jack Gallagher in his corner. Tozawa gets the, cha- the crowd going with his ha chance. Gulak yells, no chanting. Gulak gets the early advantage, grounding Tozawa with headlocks. Tozawa fires back with a hurricanrana, penalty kick, and a senton. Tozawa hits two chops, goes for a third, but Gulak puts his hands up to protect, and then Tozawa nails him with a punch, kind of like the bop and bang spot. Uh, there's a surfboard stretch from Gulak to Tozawa. Gory special, but Tozawa slips out, goes for a sunset flip, but Gulak reverses into a powerbomb for a two count. Gulak locks in another headlock, and this time starts biting the ear of Tozawa. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Tozawa goes for a series of kicks, but Gulak blocks all of them. Eventually, Tozawa lands a big kick to the side of the head, followed by a top rope missile drop kick and a shining wizard sending Gulak to the outside. Tozawa hits a suicide dive, taking out both Gulak and Galaha. Tozawa then goes for the top rope senton, but Galaha pushes him off. This looks nasty. He bangs the back of his head on the top turnbuckle. DQ, the two then beat down Tozawa and Kendrick runs out to uh, fight them off. He locks the captain's hook to Gallagher, but Gulak saves him and they scarper off into the backstage. Uh, Tozawa looks confused because he had quite a long feud with Kendrick, uh, but Kendrick helps him up. Um, We then see Drake Maverick in the back who congratulates Buddy Murphy on becoming champion. Buddy says he would have been champ six months ago if it wasn't for that stupid weigh-in. Nice is there too and says the locker room are going to find out that everything runs through them. We then go to a selfie promo from Maria and Mike Canellis, who say attacking Lince Dorado was nothing personal, just bigger, sorry, just business, and it's part of a bigger plan to the Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, so next week we're going to see Mike Canellas versus Lince Dorado. Uh, Hideo Itami is backstage talking Japanese. Then he goes into English and says, Mustafa Ali, you should have walked away. You should have shown respect. At Falls Count anywhere, I will end your career. 
And then we have one of those really cool looking Mustafa Ali promos where he's like walking about outside. He's in a hoodie. He's got a Muhammad Ali greatest of all time bomber jacket on. Um, he just says like, all roads lead to Falls Count anywhere. Where we're going, we don't need roads. Exactly. Uh, main event time. This match is fucking nuts. Um, TJP comes to the ring wearing Kalisto's mask around his neck because he's been collecting all the luchadors' masks and Grand Metalik is the last one he needs. Um, everyone is sent to the outside, leaving Rush and Alexander in the ring. Rush is running all over the place, uh, both... Uh, dodging every attempt from the other person. Rush gets Cedric with a hurricanrana and does a stupid dance and talks trash to Cedric. Grand Metalik and Rush then go at it. Nice sends Metalik to the outside and then takes on Rush himself. Uh, he misses a moonsault and hits his like Matrix escape, which I always think looks really cool. Uh, Rush sends Nice to the outside. TJP gets Rush and Metalik in a double submission and attempts to rip the mask off of Grand Metalik. Nice breaks them up. Nice then works away at Metalik and has a hold on him forever. Yeah, he's just got this like headlock on forever. Um, he then hits those bicycle ab crunches to Metalik in the corner uh, while he's in the Tree of Woe position. Um, nice counters a moonsault from Metalik, but Cedric breaks up a pin attempt. There's this huge dirty chop from Grand Metalik to Cedric. And then the springboard clothesline takes Metalik out of the match for a little bit. TJP and Leo Rush have just been down forever. As I noticed that, uh, TJP actually comes back and Alexander kicks him in the face, sending him to the outside again. Uh, Rush breaks up a pin attempt from Cedric. TJP throws Rush out of the ring. Alexander and Metalik go for a double superplex, but Nice comes in and breaks it up, puts Metalik on his shoulders for a doomsday device, but Metalik rolls through as TJP jumps off, but Alexander stood behind him, so hits him with a crossbody, which Alexander rolls through into a Michinoku driver, goes for the pin attempt, but TJP kicks out, and Leo Rush hits his final hour frog splash on Alexander. Damn. That, like, watch that spot. It's mm -hmm. incredible. Uh, he goes for the pin, uh, but Nice and Metalik both break it up. The crowd at this point... It's probably the hottest I've ever heard, like, a regular crowd for 205 Live. They're really getting into it. Um, Metalik hits a floppy arm drag, and TJP hits a boot to the face of Metalik. Rush ducks a load of strikes from Nice and hits a load of palm strike. Nice levels him, just smacking him in the face. Uh, Cedric hits his handspring kick for a two count. There's a super kick from Metalik to Alexander. Alexander kicks him to the outside. There's a tope con hilo from Alexander. TJP goes for a cheeky pin on Metalik, but only a two count. He then goes for the mask again. TJP Irish whips Metalik, who like just transitions it into a suicide dive to the outside on Alexander. Leo Rush hits a handspring kick to Metalik. Nice rolls him up and picks him up for a one-armed powerbomb, but throws him to the outside, taking everyone else out. This match is fucking bonkers. Uh, there's a super kick and reverse sling blade from Metalik to Nice. TJP shoves him off the top rope and locks in his knee bar. Alexander goes to break that up, but TJP catches him in the knee bar. Metalik breaks up the submission. Wow. TJP sends Metalik to the apron. Uh, TJP goes for a baseball slide, but Metalik jumps, dodging it, and hits a springboard moonsault to the outside. 
There's a super kick from Rush to Nice. He goes to the top. Cedric blocks a Hurricanrana and turns it into the Lombard check. I'm watching this gif right now of that, and it's insane. Yeah. Leo Rush basically sells it like The Rock selling a stunt. Yeah. The Lombard check is a crazy move. Yeah. You have to know how to land, because you're like basically flipping upside down yeah. when you take that move. That move is insane. So he lands it on Leo Rush. Because I'm watching this gif of him dying. Yeah. He hits it on, um, yeah, Leo Rush, and then Nice. Uh, ever the opportunist runs up from behind, rolls up Alexander for a three count. Ooh. Now Nice has beaten the former, former champion champ. who went over a year undefeated. Damn, beat him two weeks in a row. Ooh. Like seriously, watch this match. It's fucking awesome. Seems There's some crazy. really good spots in this. Yeah, that seems like it's a insane. Just with the five guys involved yeah. too. So um, obviously that wasn't two o five. It might if you're listening to us at one point five speed, it might be. Uh, but there was just too much in that main That was like 2005, recap. dude. Yeah. What the fuck? Sorry. Um, <laughs> also, as you were doing that, um, we were watching NXT in my room last night, and I don't know what you were eating with hummus, but there was hummus on my couch, friend. Uh, you got a problem with that? Yeah, so now my hands smell like hummus, because I was like, what is this while you're talking about TJP doing a knee bar? I'm like, what is this hummus <laughs> on my couch? So, uh, Did you like it? Yeah, it was great. I like the spicy one better. Uh, 205 Live looks like it's it's like it can be... A really good show when they put on the matches like that. Yeah. But if they don't grab me with their their matches that I know will be crazy, like I, I just don't want to watch. Like you you explained the the earlier parts of the show and like it didn't interest me. Yeah. Or honestly, you you can just go and watch the main event. Yeah. For this. Yeah. If you like, I watch it for the wrestling more so than the stories. Sure. Me too. Um. And yeah, this was fantastic. Uh, we do have a little bit of feedback. I think we got two for two hundred five for two hundred five. Sure. Uh, Chris Thunder from Australia a great promo in the rain from Mustafa Ali but how painful looking was Akira Tozawa landing on the turnbuckle yeah that he could have died that looked awful um, an incredible main event five way number one contenders match can't wait for Murphy versus Nice just hope it's not at Crown Jewel and then we have Jalen from Pickering Main event was a banger, and that sequence that ended with Rush frog splashing Cedric was a thing of beauty. People like Leo Rush. Yeah. People like him. That's crazy how he's he's gone so far in wrestling. Like, he came to Smash Wrestling, like, once or twice, and then all of a sudden the dude was off. Like, the dude was in the indies for, like, not that long, mm. and then he got picked up. And he's already on, like, the main roster, essentially. It's pretty crazy. He's so tiny. He's so young, but I think he's he's gonna go pretty far in this world. He's got the swag. Yeah, I like it. I think. And he's just running all over the place. Always really. Yeah, it looks fun. good. Like where he changes direction in the middle of the ring. Yeah, like yeah. you don't see that. It's always he's against one rope because he's, he's, he's a rush. Yeah. He's rushing. He's always in a rush. Uh, it looks it looks great. I, I would check out that fatal fatal five way. Fatal five way. Yeah. yeah, looks great in two or five seconds. <laughs> Uh, should we go on to the next and final show that we watched last night? Hopefully I don't find more hummus on my couch from when we were watching it. But that is the May Young Classic. But it's hard when you're young. Yeah, let's talk about the May Young Classic. Are we forever young? We are. We're running out of songs with young in it. Just yeah, that's nice. May Young Classic quarterfinals, October seventeenth, 
first quarterfinal match of the evening is Lacey Lane, the rookie, versus Maiko Satomura, the legend. Uh, we get a recap of how both of them got this far. We see their victories. Um, and Satomura states that she wants to be part of Evolution. I like that. I like that yeah, they added, that's a big deal to, to they, make that very first ever women's pay-per-view. They added that, uh, they added new uh, video packages of them being interviewed mm. and like promoting their matches in, in tonight's episode. And everyone said that in their thing. Like, I'm fighting so I can be on that show. Which is great. And it makes sense. Yeah. Of course, why wouldn't you? You're a female wrestler who is fighting for the chance to win this tournament, which is an all-female wrestling tournament, to have that finals to win on the first ever all-women's pay-per-view. In my opinion, that is totally what they would be doing. Yeah. This, you know what I mean? Like, that is, makes sense. It makes it feel way cooler. The main... I haven't really been watching Raw and SmackDown lately. I've been picking and choosing what I want to watch. But I just don't feel like they're pushing that card to me. I don't really... They started to this week. Yeah, because um, they don't want to talk about Saudi. So, you know, they want to promote something else. Um, they... they, Like, what's the main event of Evolution? Oh, it'd be Nikki Ronda. Yeah, and like, t- that doesn't sell it for me. I'm, like, I liked Ronda's promo. I thought it was badass. I just... That's not my... I thought it would be Alexa and Trish. And now they took that away and made it the tag, and it's just not as interesting. For yeah. Me. Um, I think also it's... You're wasting talent like Asuka and yeah, Bailey and Sasha. Like, how are they all just how are they just, into just randomly put in there? Battle Royal. Yeah, yeah, I don't like it. I, I I feel like they kind of dropped the ball on on this. Like for me, the Battle Royal should be there for like all the women from this tournament who should don't be, get to the. It final should be a battle and, royal with. And what does the battle royal winner win? I don't know. Another trophy. title shot. Like fuck. Like what the fuck? Um, I just feel like they kind of like. If if you can play, remember when you could do GM mode and mm. the, the video games and stuff. You can book your own pay per views. If someone let me fantasy book uh, the all first ever all women's pay per view, I'm pretty sure many of us listening to us right now or me and you could book a better show than this. Yeah, it just like for me, Kyrie and Shayna because we watch NXT. But I'm imagining there's a lot of people who don't watch the the NXT stuff and the side WWE. Mm. They just watch the main stuff, so they don't even know that's happening. Yeah. But to us, that's an important match. Yeah. And then you have the Mae Young Classic, the finals of whoever it may be versus whoever it may be. Again, the main people probably don't even know that's happening. No. They probably don't even give a fuck. There's probably even happening. NXT viewers who don't watch the Mae Young Classic. Exactly. So they're like, what, what is this? And then you get the people who are, are into the Ronda versus Nikki, which I'm sure someone somewhere is into that match. It's just... I, I'm not a fan of the Bellas at all, and it's just like really that's yeah. the first all women thing. Ronda's main eventing it. Okay, cool, it makes sense because she's such a big star. But like Nikki Bella mm. is her chance. What? Like, dude, no. It should be what well, Charlotte be. Becky will be good, but we've seen it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just kind of like it just kind of seems lazy. I agree. I feel like you could have done so much You've more. So You're gonna have a battle there. royal with all these May Young NXT women like kind of like people who haven't gone further yeah and maybe some legends um, thrown in there like classic women's wrestlers yeah but then that's still such a waste mm. like you're right like is Asuka just in this thing is Sasha Banks just in this yeah, thing yeah they're just in the battle that's role, shit yes yeah. that's, that's shit especially because um I'll, I'll say this and someone can somewhere someone somewhere can fight me on this Sasha Bailey that takeover the first one mm. Brooklyn best women's match I've ever seen in my life 
Um, close second, maybe Charlotte and Natty from NXT mm-hmm. as well. And then you can go into your Lita's and your Trish's and your stuff like that. Yeah. In my, that's my opinion, man. But like, what? Book this? They could have booked this so much better. It makes me and so they've been, sad. They, they've been trying to build up that feud forever with Bailey and Sasha, and then pulling away from and it. And then you just don't get the, it. Pull the fucking trigger. Just make like, it the match. I don't know. Put it there. I don't know. I feel like I'm just sour grapes, but it's like realistically, no, this you're could not have wrong. been a good show. Like, what? Am I wrong? Like, do people agree with me, or do people think? No, I'm you're wrong not wrong at all. I, I, I don't know. Let me know because. I just feel like this could have been such a... I'm sure it'll do great. I don't know. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. Mm. I just feel like you could have done so much more yeah. with it than what they have. I just feel like it's lazy. I can't see it being the hottest crowd. No, it's not going to Why? Think Why would it be? Because it, is, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I'm not excited watching it. Why? Would, I don't know. I'm just being sour. I, I want it to do great. I want it to knock it out of the park. Maybe Ronda Nikki will be a banger. Maybe Nikki will slide through and win that title. <laughs> fucking hope not. I hate the Bellas so much. Sorry, we want anyway, to... Yeah, we want to rant Let's get there. back into the... Let's get into class. what matters. The winner of this Raiden's tournament... getting angry. <laughs> ...goes um, into... So, team. we have the handshake start the match off. Lacey Lane. Lacey Lane and Maiko Satomura. Um, collar and elbow tie-up, pushing Lacey into the ropes. Uh, Satomura goes for a kick, but Lane catches it and just slips out. Uh, Satomura dodges with a cartwheel and then Lane dodges exactly the same way with a cartwheel of her own. Uh, they match each other with kicks. Um, yeah, Lacey Lane's kind of, she's sort of changed her style in this match. She's trying to match uh, Satomura with uh, her kind of kicking style and the commentary are like, I don't know if that's the best idea right. because uh, this woman's been doing it forever. She's a pro. She will outkick you. Um but Satomura looks impressed by uh, by her attempt, so offers her hand for a handshake to be like, yeah, you got it. And Lane slaps it away. Uh, Satomura goes for one kick, but Lane dodges and then gets nailed in the side of the head with a second kick. Lane hits a kick of her own, but only a two count. Uh, Lane slips out of a German suplex attempt and cartwheels on Satomura's back, misses with the first kick and hits her with the second kick, but still only a two count. There's a big boot from Satomura, arm bar to Lane, but Lane gets to the ropes. Uh, Lacey begging for a timeout as she's in the ropes, but gets kicked in the chest and hit by a vertical suplex. This is where Lane then fires up with a kick, a knee to the face, and a series of forearms in the corner. There's running knees to the side of the face, and then a crossbody for a two count. Maiko hits a kick to the side of the face and then a Death Valley driver for the win. It kind of seemed at the end of the match like Satomura was letting her, like, go on, come at me, yeah, come yeah. at me. And then she's like, all, all right, right time to put you away now. And uh, it's a finisher. One, two, three. Uh, and Satomura's going through to the semi-final. Um, yeah, Michael Cole in commentary was, uh, say what you want about Michael Cole, but Michael Cole is like, hey, Lacey Lane has been wrestling for a year not even. Yeah, not even a year. And uh, Satomura has been wrestling for a lot of years. Yeah. And I think, this is Michael Cole saying that he thinks Lacey Lane is going to be a big star in the world of WWE. Could, he could be right. I think so. And you know lines like that are fed. Fed. So um, look out for Lacey Lane. This will not be the last we see of her. Um, I did find this match. It was a short one for this yeah. tournament, I found. Um, but it, it, storyline-wise, uh, kayfabe-wise, like, yeah, like, it's exactly what you said. It was kind of like Miko was like, 
Yeah, all right, all right. You know what? All right, fuck it. I'm just going to hit my move. Like, Death Valley Driver 2. It's like I when I play you at 2K, and I'm like, nah, I could kill you now, but, right. like... No, it's let, the other let, way. Let's get our, let's get our moves <laughs> No, in. we let's, played it. <laughs> all right, all right. I want to go out now. Okay, finish. Uh, no, I play... I don't know if we've talked about this, but I used to play WWE 2K with my, my friend Shane all the time, and we had a rule when we played against each other. You can only win with finishers. Yeah. You can't win with like a shitty side DDT that you just did that from your moveset or a counter. You have to win with something big and dangerous and even in a game. So uh, Miko Satomura was like, fuck it, my DVD's coming right now. Yeah. Boom, Death Valley Driver, which is, looks sick. She yeah. killed her with it. Um, I'm, I'm happy this was the outcome. but Yeah, right I, person. I, I, I think Lacey had a good enough rub from those three matches. I think we'll see more of her in Absolutely. NXT or something like that. Uh, we see Io Shirai stretching backstage, and this goes to our next match. Probably the one I was looking forward to the most, I think, for tonight. Io Shirai versus Diona Perazzo. Um, Perazzo says that Io Shirai will probably be the toughest opponent she's ever faced. Mm -hmm. Anywhere. Sure. Um, handshake to start the match off. Uh, they start with a classic test of strength, and Diona goes straight for the arm. Uh, obviously, the armbar being her finisher, she's always looking to weaken that arm down. There's a Harakarana from Diona, but Io Shirai lands on her feet. Shirai hits a cartwheel and handspring and lands a dropkick, sending Perazzo to the outside. There's a suicide dive, and Perazzo lands badly on the hard metal ramp. Uh, there's a two count. A body slam followed by double knees the mid, only for a two count. Uh, Shirai gets Diona in the corner and makes the most of the five pound by pressing the feet against her. Goes for one of her handstand drop kicks, but Perazzo gets out of the way and rolls her up for a two count. This is followed by a small package from Shirai, two count, and then jackknife cover from Diona, but again, two count. She can't keep her down. Uh, Diona comes round from behind for a German suplex attempt. But Shirai rolls through and double stomp to the midsection of Diona. Uh, Diona's looking dazed at this point and Shirai really takes control with some forearms and starts to slow the pace down a bit. There's a big chop from Perazzo, a takedown, a backflip to basement dropkick to Shirai. Both women are down. Uh, there's a kick to the midsection followed by a running, running knee. Side Russian leg sweep followed by the armbar from Perazzo to Shirai. That move is cool. So she hits you with a Russian leg sweep, which is a move we don't see too often in the world of wrestling anymore. I feel like it's an old school move. It used to be a standard. Yeah, yeah. everyone used to do it, right? Uh, so she does that, but then like when you land with the Russian leg sweep, she turns it into the Fujiwara armbar. Yeah. So it looks really cool. She's done it before, but I like it. It's a cool move. Um, um, Shirai is really trying to get out of this, so counters it by rolling over into a pin attempt, uh, but you can see her arm's really been weakened by this uh, armbar. Shirai then takes down Perazzo and tries to lock in a crossface, uh, but Perazzo rolls through herself for a pin attempt. There's then a big palm strike from Io Shirai, followed by a 619 and a springboard missile dropkick, uh, a homage or homage to... Yes. Uh, the Rey legend Mysterio. that is Rey Mysterio. He's back now. Io Shirai's hero. Um, Shirai sets her up for the moonsault, but Perazzo gets to her feet and knocks her off the turnbuckle. She goes for a German, but Shirai is holding onto the ropes. Perazzo then kicks the bad arm away and hits three German suplexes. Suplex City. So Suplex we get the 619, then we get Suplex City. What's going on? 
Um, this is a two count, and then she transitions straight into the Fujiwama armbar, this time trying to lock that other arm in so she really right. can't escape. I thought this could have been the end. Yep. She finished the last match uh, yeah, yeah. with this same armbar. Uh, there's a roll for a pin attempt, and then Shirai locks in her crossface again. But Diana gets to her feet, but Shirai hits her with a knee to the face. There's a meteora to the corner, followed by the Asai moonsault. Cole highlights that she didn't get all of she the didn't. moonsault. <laughs> she, she didn't. She barely touched her. But, and then she got the win. But it's good enough for the one, two, three. <laughs> Michael Cole realized he fucked up because Michael Cole says she didn't get all of it, and then the pin goes three, and he goes. She didn't get all of it, but it was enough. <laughs> yeah. But I like that. I think you've got to call what's in front of you. Yeah, um, yeah fair. She did miss it. She she got, like, an arm on her. But, it, yeah, pretty all right, much. All right, since, since I'm saying things that might get me heat, um, Io Shirai, overrated. Really? Yeah. Who, who Who's going to say something against me? Um, Kairi Sane, better than Io Shirai. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, obviously, you're going to say you, that. But you can't say this on our double date, Brayden. <laughs> Um, I I think she's great. I think she's really great. I think she's really good. This maybe this match kind of turned me off a little bit because this match was a little sloppy. Yeah, I I wasn't into this match as much as I thought I would. Thought I would. Be. There were some cool moments. Um, yeah, I I think both are great. I um, already know some, W H Park or someone is gonna tweet me and be like, "You're wrong. You're done. Your podcast. You need career. to see Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go and watch. <laughs> she has been top wrestler for three years in Japan, and you don't in the- listen. She's great. She is. This was just maybe not her her best her best outing. Um, Diana Perazzo is. I don't know. Yeah, maybe this match in general. I thought it would go a different way. It was sick. I think Diana Perazzo is someone. I want to see a lot more of NXT. I know she's been there briefly, but not a lot. I think she's someone we could. She well, could she's go been for. kind of enhancement talent up until now. Yes, yes. Um, and yeah, I think she can go far. Well, the genius of the sky, Io Shirai, <laughs> will go far. I'm sure too. But uh, I don't know. Uh, this this was this was nothing to write home about, in my opinion. That's fair. I, I'm just being a dick today, I guess. Uh, we go to our third quarterfinal of the evening. <sighs> this was interesting. Tegan Knox versus Rhea Ripley. Um, Cole states again that Knox is his pick to win the whole thing. <laughs> Clearly, Cole isn't right about me. <laughs> um, I still can't get over Ripley's only twenty-one. I I think I think I have a thing for Aussies because uh, Tony Storm, my favorite, my choice to win this whole tournament, possibly be my favorite uh, female wrestler ever. Tony Storm, where is she from? Australia. Rhea Ripley, also an Aussie. I think I'm slowly falling in love with Rhea Ripley simply because she's what wrestling is to me. She's this monster. She's mean. She has a cool look, and she's what twenty one. Yeah. Girl, you're going to be a star. Like, this girl is going to go far. This girl's great. Every time I see this girl, I I love her. She's great. Uh, The match starts off with the handshake, but Ripley slaps it away again. (sighs) The heel she is. What an Aussie prick. There's a dropkick from Knox to start the match off, sending Ripley to the outside. She hits a suicide dive. And it's over. And that's kind of it. (laughs) She she lands badly and fucks her knee up not the knee that's in the brace that she had right. surgery on but the other knee this but is, we'll, we'll, we'll get there this so is int- okay we'll sure, get there because yeah. um, the match does actually continue sure and I was I was wondering at this point if 
she's just selling or it, right. it becomes apparent later yes. on. Uh, but Ripley uh, press slams Knox. Uh, the official and the trainer are checking on Knox. The doctor, she tells the doctor that she's okay and she can continue. So Rhea Ripley um, does this like body, she lifts her all the way in the yeah. air and then drops her. Like So she drops kind of face first, belly first, knees first on the mat. Yeah. But you could tell something's just off. Yeah. Something's so wrong. Um, Ripley knocks her straight back down. Uh, there's a chop to Ripley in the corner. Um, this is where Cole's highlighting. I think it's the the other knee. Yeah. It's not the surgically repaired knee. It's the other knee. Um, Knox tries to fire back with some chops, uh, but gets knocked down by a drop kick by Riff, Ripley. It's and a mess. The ref calls. The ref out. puts the X up earlier, but they continue. Yeah. And then later, the ref puts I it up again. I think the stops. crowd up until this point thought it was selling as and well. And then they hurt. And, and then they it, just go. Silent. It it's, got real quiet. It's really quite eerie. This it's, is one of the. I, I've watched wrestling for a long time. This is one of the weirdest things I've seen. This is this is really sad. It, it uh, was it was really sad. Um, um, she yeah. So I I looked up and she suffered a dislocated kneecap, which she said on on Twitter that luckily this reset itself pretty much straight away. So in this match, she dislocates and puts her knee back in. Fuck. She tore her MCL, her LCL, completely torn the ACL and both meniscus. There's bone contusions and a second fracture on her left tibia. Um, she said that basically her knee exploded. Wow. Um, the fact that she continues... Tried to continue. And tries to continue for, like, a, a minute or, like... Way in, longer than you should have been. They way longer. called it. Is pretty incredible i mean i guess adrenaline Damn. and yeah and knowing that that's your your big uh opportunity there's there's this this part in this when i knew this was not a a work um uh, obviously this came out a while ago that she got injured again yeah and uh, i i kind of forgot about it yeah and then I, it it hit me that this is what happens um, this, I forgot who got injured. Exactly, I knew there yeah. was a bad injury coming yeah. up. So but. it's it's when she hits this suicide dive and she lands on her knees and then she starts hobbling. Mm. And you can tell in her facial reaction is not a normal reaction. No. And she she is the, supposed to be the happy-go-lucky, shiniest wizard baby face here. And she, in a rage for two seconds, slams her hands on the steel steps. Yeah, and I can't tell what she's saying, but she's mad, and yeah. that's when I knew this was something was wrong. Yeah, and then that's when they, the suicide dive is what did it. Yeah, and that's when she's so angry, she's crying already because yeah. she knew right then and there she knew. Oh fuck! What what just happened? It's it's really sad. Like it's, um, like I've watched wrestling for a long time. This is one of the saddest things yeah. I've seen. It's just so unfortunate. Well, you just you just know it's such because it's such an opportunity. Yeah, and. And she had the misfortune last year as right. well. It's so sad. It's um, so unfortunate. It's it's not. It's sad when anyone gets injured. When yeah. people get injured on, like the big stage, like Raw or whatever. For sure, it sucks. It sucks. But you've you've made it to a certain point. Right. This is she's still climbing. Um, there's a video. Did you see the video on dot com? No. Um, there's a video of Triple H checking up on her. Right. And. Tegan just says, I'm sorry, and it's fucking heartbreaking. Yeah, this whole thing is so heartbreaking. That's exactly what it is. Um, it's so sad. Oh, I, it made me, like, I didn't cry, but maybe uh, I could have. Like, this I, is yeah. sad. Like, this poor girl 
has been fighting so hard. And and the clip to promote this match was a clip of her last year in crutches yeah. talking to Triple H, yeah. saying, like, I'm sorry then. And then a yeah. year later, she does it again. Like, this is sad. Uh, she did say on Twitter that the fracture is the uh, the shape of, like, a lightning bolt. Sure. So she's like, it's like Harry Potter. So I will come back as the shiniest wizard. She's the so, shiniest wizard. Uh, I hope she can't, like... It's, I mean, it's, that. that's a long time to, okay. to, yeah. to fix all that. Damn girl, um, but get better TV. Wish her a speedy recovery. I do. Um, that is really hope she. It was so she the, can come back. You could hear a pin drop in full sail when yep. when the doctors were there and everything. And and Rhea Ripley, they they announced. Sorry, the winner here is Rhea Ripley, and they raise her hand. You could tell she was like trying to be smug and, and heal about it, but you could. Yeah. The look on her face is what the fuck is yep. going on? What did I do? What did she do? Yeah. I don't know what's happening. But she's trying to play it off like I'm a badass chick. Completely. And it's like, ah, like, so what a, what an unfortunate situation, but really one of the, the saddest things I've seen in wrestling in quite a long yeah. time. Uh, just awful. Um, I would su- suggest go checking it out, but maybe don't because yeah. it's sad. Uh, but Rhea Ripley continues on. <laughs> no, uh, Rhea Ripley does advance. This kind of adds to the character. Yeah. Are you kidding me? She could go and she could come out on. Is she in the UK show? Yes. She's going to be a regular in the UK yes. NXT. So she could use that to her advantage. Yeah. And be like, "Hey, Tegan Knox, I took you out. Uh, what I do is I hurt, oh, you've I got hurt people. You've got an automatic match there when Knox she is. comes back if she comes back. Yeah. Um, but I'm saying she could use this as her character. Like, oh, completely. Um, she's the crippler. You should. You should like in wrestling. You're given things like that. It sucks. You got like, to. It's you've got to make the most of that. Yeah, of course. I'm sure Tegan Knox doesn't mind if Rhea Ripley goes out oh, and starts saying not. like I'm a beast and a killer and a, all this stuff. I'll break your legs. Like mm. it, it's cool. And yeah. like I said, Rhea Ripley's big, yeah. so it makes it look like she did do this. Like poor, poor Tegan Knox. Yeah. But I digress. Main event of the evening. It's my pick for the tournament, Mia right. Yim against your pick, Tony Storm. Uh, this was the match we were. This is the, where we had to butt heads at. Yeah. I was still heartbroken after that last thing, so this yeah, match it, got a little it, somber It for did. Me. Yeah. It took a while to get into. Um, Mia's right hand is still taped up, so they're selling uh, her right hand as right, being right. injured from the spot in the first match where she, she chops the ring post. Yep. Um, collar and elbow tie up. Yim hits a knee to the midsection and takes the early advantage. There's a kick to the chest, sending Storm to the corner, followed by a big chop. Storm ducks a clothesline and hits a big boot, followed by a running knee to the corner for a one count. There's a series of palm strikes, followed by a kick to the midsection and a suplex for a two count. Tony, at this point, stomps on the injured hand of Yim. Dueling chants from the crowd, let's go Mia, let's go Storm. Tony hits Yim with two uppercuts and sets up for the Tiger Driver. That's we were watching the UK show yesterday, and Tony Storm did a Storm Breaker, but it was a completely different finisher. Sorry, no, 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 Storm Zero. Storm Zero, which is like Strong Zero, the drink right. in Japan. Yes. But it was completely different from the Tiger Driver. So she did like the move Okada does, which is like the air raid into like the knee yeah. kind of thing. Uh, she did that and won against uh, like I think it was just like a jobber essentially yeah. uh, on the NXT UK show, and they called that the Storm Zero. But I was like, hey, we were watching the Mae Young Classic, and she did a Tiger Driver, which is like Tiger, the Tiger Bomb, yeah. set out Tiger Bomb, and they called that the Storm Zero. I wonder if it when, goes... When, 
in reality, the Storm Zero is a pile driver yeah. <laughs> if you watch her on the Indies or in progress. I wonder if it's because Tyler Bate does the Tiger Driver, so it's okay in this tournament. Because Are they? Uh, I don't know. I I think there was. Yeah. Yeah, I think there was something going on between those two. So uh, not that you know their personal lives matter to me, but maybe she's doing it in. What did you say? Homage. Homage. <laughs> <laughs> um, either way, that's a cool move. I like both of those moves, but if I had to pick one, the tiger, the sit-out tiger bomb is a cooler and more effective finisher than the. Air raid into the knee. It's still a good good move, a setup move, but it's not a finish to me. Yeah, the her pile driver is unfortunate because her pile driver is lit. Yeah. Um. So she she doesn't hit that. So move. she doesn't <laughs> hit the the move. Um. And Yim gets out and sends Tony to the corner, followed by a few stomps uh, for a two count. Yim tries to wear down Tony with a headlock and goes for a pin attempt again, but only a two count. There's like a modified surfboard stretch here with the knees to the back of the spine of Storm, but Tony counters this into a two count. A drop kick from Yim followed by another two count. Right. Uh, front face lock and then wraps the legs into a guillotine. Tony powers out and hits a spine buster to break the hold. There's a drop toe hold from Yim and locks in another chin lock. Two kicks in the chest uh, from Yim. At this point, did you make out what someone in the crowd said? Someone in the crowd calls out something, and Mia actually looks over to see what was said, and there's like a laugh from yeah, the yeah, yeah. But I didn't hear I what was hear it. said. Um, there's an axe kick to the back of Storm, uh, followed by a pin attempt, but only a two. Palm strikes, kick to the midsection, and a Pele kick for a two count. Yim keeps kicking Storm, but Storm kicks the bad hand of Yim and follows up by a headbutt. Both are down. Her headbutt is crazy because, like, headbutt has become a popular move again. Um, but Tony Storm has all this hair. Yeah. And it looks so cool when someone has all that hair flowing and it hits, they hit them with it. It also makes it way safer because you don't Yeah, sure. You can't see. Um, <laughs> both are on their knees at this point, trading slaps, chops, forearms. Yim catches Storm with a knee to the head, goes for another kick, but gets caught and hits a suplex. It's like a leg trap German or something. Yeah, yeah it was cool. Tony Storm, beast. Uh, Tony hits a running hip attack to the corner. She goes to the Tiger Driver again, but Yim reverses it into a suplex. Uh, Yim counters a big boot into a powerbomb for a two count. That uh, was crazy. She, like, powerbombed her. Yeah. Did, like, huge. Like, didn't even sit out, didn't even drop down, just, just like... Dumps her. Yeah, it was um, nice. The crowd are going nuts at this point. This is awesome chance. Uh, Mia Yim goes for soul food or eat defeat. Uh, but Storm attacks the bad hand again. Hits a German suplex and finally hits the Storm Zero, the Tiger Driver. One, two, three. Tony Storm advances. So we will now have in the semi-finals Tony Storm versus Miko Satomura Crazy. and Rhea Ripley versus Io Shirai. This sounds wild. These next yeah. matchups sound great. I'm, I think this is my favourite show I'm reviewing at the moment. I'm yeah, it's really, really enjoying this tournament. It's very, very niche. <laughs> it's very, it very different from what I'm used to watching in my wrestling and I think that's why it's really refreshing yeah. for me. Um, we got to see your favourite versus my favourite my favorite one, you know, not to rub it in, but the crowd here started chanting, please sign Mia. Uh, something similar to the Cruiserweight Classic a few years ago when they wanted Cedric Alexander to be signed and Triple H came out and then eventually signed him. Did you watch the WWE video of 
Triple H. I couldn't find it, but oh, apparently okay. Triple H comes out and just goes, okay. He's like, hey, did you hear what they were saying? They were chanting, please sign Mia, please sign Mia. And she's like, yeah, like she's like laughing it off and like, you know, licking her wounds. And then he goes, well, we we're going to do it anyways, but I, now I, I guess I have to tell you now. And then like, <laughs> she's like, what? And then hugs him. It's really, oh, really, yeah, it. it's really, really, uh, it's really great. Um, and good for her. Good honor. Yeah, uh, she's fantastic. She has deserved it 100%. So uh, stay tuned to see more Mia Yim in your uh, Wednesday nights coming soon, I'd assume. There's a lot of talented people in this tournament. Yeah. I am super into this show, and I'm super into seeing more of these ladies come out and make it big kind of here on this WWE stage. Um, the Evolution show is will probably have some of these other competitors involved Do somehow. you know the final? Uh, no. Have I, you been spoiled? Uh, I, I'm going to assume it's Tony Storm in, in it. Um, I could tell you that it's probably Tony Storm and... Uh, sorry, what are the brackets right now that you it's have? It's Storm against Satomura and Ripley against Shirai. And then the winners of that go on? Yeah. That, oh, that yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's got to be... It, I could tell you who I think it's going to be, but it's going to be Shirai and Tony Storm. Yeah. Yeah, I can see and that. Tony Storm goes all the way, baby. Because Tony Storm's a fucking rock star. You don't understand. You're not going to have two Aussies in the final. You're not going to have two Japanese. In the ah, final. right. True. Oh, wow. So it's Aussies and the Japanese. It's Aussies and Japanese. Damn. So I think, My two I favorite think Storm places. versus Shirai is probably more likely than Ripley Satomura. But both those matches sound pretty cool. Yeah. But I'm sold on either way here. But Tony Storm, to me, is money. Like, Tony Storm puts my asses in seats, essentially. Like, if she, if they were to bring a show here and she's on the card, I have to go see her. I think she's... I think she is a rock star equivalent in pro wrestling. Like, she has the... it. She is Shawn Michaels. Calm down. She's Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Calm down, boy. Uh, she's great. She's got the look. She's got the skills. She's got everything. She's got the character. She's a rock star. I love her. She's great. Great. So, um, do we want to final do piece of business for the night is feedback. Right, let's see what some people May said about Young that. Classic. Yeah. Uh, we have Chris Thunder, again, still from central Queensland, Australia. <laughs> I'm sure he likes the Aussies in this. Yeah. Right? He says, uh, if Lacey, Evan, Lacey Lane doesn't get signed, I'd be very surprised. While I'm happy to save Rhea advance, I feel terrible for Tegan. Injured prior to last year's tournament and now injured during the quarter finals. And then he goes on to say the next week is uh, yeah, Japan versus Japan Australia. Versus Japan Australia. versus Australia. So um, I, I think Lacey Lane's already... Well, she's at the performance center. Yeah, she's, she? yeah, she's, she's, she's with them. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jesse from the six. I think Lacey Lane was an odd choice for a quarter finalist. I get that she's a hometown favourite, but Full Sail did not seem to be especially behind her. It was also weird putting her as the underdog up against another sentimental favourite in Miko Satomura. I think Tainara Conchi, who I am very high on, would have been a better pick. Mm. I agree. Yeah. Um, but even if the WWE was trying to keep up a racial quota, which we know is a thing they do, I think the other black wrestlers in the tournament... Ariel Monroe and MJ Jenkins had more stage presence and character than Lane does. I don't hate Lane. I just think her Ember Moon knockoff gimmick didn't add much to the tournament. Yeah, that, there's that thing that we talked about earlier on in, in this show, like uh, a few weeks ago when we saw Lacey Lane. It, it's Ember Moon. It yep. looks it looks like that. You come out dressed the same. You look the same. It's it's similar. I think it's just she's kind of their little project that they they want to. Give yeah, exposure. They sure. they have plans in a few years for her. Sure, so like yeah. more well. so than the other girls. Uh, I agree though. I think Conchi would have been a better choice. 
Also, she she's a great heel, so it would have been. Are you fun crazy? Sat- Are you crazy? She's signed too, so yeah, they could do a whole show on Wednesday nights that's just uh, women's wrestling. Like they could do their own their own shimmer, their own glow. There's been talks of it, yeah, for forever. They probably will. Uh, Dave from Sydney, another Aussie. Let's see what he has to say about the Aussies. He says, just quickly on the May Young Classic, holy shit, Michael Cole has ruined this show. It's just also bland with no real passion. Spots that are leading into the finish have a softened blow due to the lack of his enthusiasm. He also made a weird comment along the lines of, this could be the biggest match in the history of wrestling. Well, in a women's tournament, that is. Please give us Morrow and Renee next year. Also, I can't really get into IO. Her matches miss flow in between transitions and a character that doesn't really have any potential for growth. Sorry for the negative. At least it's better than the main roster. Also, Brayden, did you see Robbie Eagles, who I sent you a link to earlier this year, is now in the New Japan Junior Tag Tournament. Super stoked for this guy. Yes, I did see that. That's why I recognized who that was. Yeah, uh, Dave here from Sydney sent me this guy. Like, hey, check this guy out. He's going to be great. And now he's in the the Junior Tag Tournament. So uh, good on Robbie Eagles there. But going back to what he said... Michael Cole, I, I like him in this show, but I can understand where you're coming from. Because there was, I'm trying to remember if it was the the Miko match where he, he didn't really sell that finish. Maybe that's why it caught me off guard. Yeah. But I, I understand where you're coming from. Um, and yeah, they should stop saying things like, this is the biggest match, etc., etc. They do it in WWE like every fucking week. Oh, and so. you don't believe that. Yeah, I don't believe any of it. So you're right. Also, we're just conditioned to hate Michael Cole. Like, if you've watched wrestling in the past five, ten years, you fucking hate Michael Cole. Yeah. So now that you're watching him, you, you probably don't like him. Um, I'm still wrapping my head around the fact that some of the stuff he's doing on the show I do like. So, But I understand where you're coming from there, yeah. Uh, PJ River. Unfortunate injury for Tegan. At least she got to wrestle two rounds this time. Was Rhea Ripley supposed to win? I think probably. Yeah. Um... I really don't like Michael Cole at all. Miscalling moves, lack of wrestling knowledge, and irritating tone of voice. I very much <laughs> So everyone Mara. hates Michael Cole. Hey, you're, you're allowed to. You're <laughs> supposed to. I hate Michael Cole on main roster shit because he's trying to tell me that they're going to Saudi Arabia and that Saudi Arabia is a progressive country and that, oh wait, Crown Jewel is taking place in On the WWE weeks. Network and that's it. Where is it? On the WWE Network. Like, Michael Cole is a company man. Yeah. He is supposed to sell you shit. Like, that's his job. So I get it. But yeah, uh, sometimes his, his lack of knowledge of re- actual wrestling can be a little irritating. Uh, let's go to, uh, is it the last that's, one here? That's it. Oh, that's it. That's it. Uh, yeah, that is it. Feedback, forum.postwrestling.com. Every Wednesday night we post it up there. You can post for NXT. You can post for 205 Live, the May Young Classic, whatever you want we talk about. We answer your questions. Forum.postwrestling.com. But you can find us, our show's postwrestling.com postwrestling up next on iTunes Stitcher Google Play wherever you get your podcast give us a review tell us what you think also remember to check out on the same feed you're getting this on our review of Halloween John Carpenter's Halloween 1978 the the horror classic the cult classic me and you did a review we did. We did it, uh, and it's going to be up at some point Thursday. Or... In 205 sec night. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's basically like one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm a huge nerd when it comes to it. Um, it's October now, and Halloween is coming up, so we thought we'd start off our silly movie reviews uh, with, a, with a cool horror classic. So go check that out, and let us know what you think about that if you, uh, uh, if you go check it out. 
Uh, we want to be doing some more movie reviews in the future. We have planned to do the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. Uh, we'll probably do some sort of review on the new Halloween movie that's coming out. We kind of want to do some more horror things, so give us some recommendations on what you'd like to hear us review. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, you can find me and follow me and follow all of our adventures. Uh, even when we stop recording, we're doing silly nonsense. Uh, so follow me at the Bray D. Davey, where can they find you? At Davey Portman. So follow us at Post Wrestling, postwrestling.com. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for all of our listeners and uh, our tweets and mentions and all that stuff. Uh, I see all the messages you send us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll always see them and reply. Uh, yeah, that's it. Do you have anything else you'd like to say? Uh, no, I think, I think that's it for me. Well, all right. So thank you. Talk to you next week. Goodbye and be safe. Ahoy! Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.